I had this young lady come up to me and ask me how much for uh, this one specific piece that I did. And at that time, I, I think I was like 20, 22. And I, I had no idea. Like, honestly, the fact that she just was like, I'll buy it. How much? Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, like, it's like well, you you see value in something that I created. Yeah. No matter what it took to get me to that point, yeah. you see something of value. You know, that really triggered me to uh, start thinking differently. Solo, you can't be trusted. Solo cannot be trusted. Solo can't be trusted. What's happening? What's happening? What's good with you? What's going on? Uh, let's get it. It's the Can't Be Trusted Podcast. Yeah. It's your boy King Solo, aka Solo Dolo, aka Solo the Don, aka the man of many names. Back at it with another episode of Can't Be Trusted, your auntie's favorite podcast. If you didn't know this, the podcast we help promote up and coming creative individuals from music, film, fashion, entrepreneurship, anybody doing good in the community and helping out themselves. Today we got a very special guest, you know what I'm saying, known this brother for a minute, very talented in all just the art platforms and the art <laughs> sphere, you know what I'm saying, doing big things, man, I'm proud yeah. of this dude, been through a lot, you know what I'm saying, from the town, uh, you know what I'm saying, he might be your auntie's favorite painter after Ooh, after you hear this, favorite baby. body painter, fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, after you hear this episode, today we got the very talented, um, my guy, Aaron Batia, in the building, man. How you doing today, yeah, brother? I'm doing very well. It was good to be here. I've been looking forward to oh, it. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, man. Had to get you on. Uh, big fan of your work. You know Thank what I'm saying? You. Been Thank seeing you. you, uh, you know, making, creating waves around the town and the bay, and eventually I know it's going to be international. You Absolutely. Know what I'm so let's get it Let's get it going. So uh, I met Aaron through College Track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I met a shout out College crit- Track. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> met a, a lot of creative people through there. You know what I'm saying? The College Prep Program uh, started in the bay. And I've uh, been knowing Aaron for a while, and, you know, so we haven't seen each other in a while, you know, college and everything, you know, but our paths crossed back again. Absolutely. Uh, we got connected again through our friend uh, Mina. Shout out Mina with yeah, Next Wave. Mina Love. You know what I'm saying? So he's here, you know, talking about his artwork and career, so we're going to get it popping today. Um, so let everybody know, Aaron, uh, where are you from and how was your upbringing? Well, I'm from Oakland, California, born and raised. Um, my upbringing was... A little strict. Yeah. Uh, went to private schools. Had yeah. to wear uniforms. Yeah. You know, had to follow a certain code, so to speak. Yeah. But um, I was more so shaped or grew up in the kitchen. You know, yeah. uh, did my homework in the kitchen. I did a lot of my learning in the kitchen. You yeah. know, whether it was school or life skills, yeah. I was always in the kitchen. Whether it's cooking or you know, after watching Dexter's Lab, trying to make some crazy concoctions because I think that I could do what he do, you know. So that's where a lot of, I guess, my creative inspiration and, uh, you know, that's where that hunger really, I guess, came from. Being in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whipping it up. I got you. I got you. Did you grow up seeing, like, your mom or grandparents cook and stuff like that? Yeah. Now you got a, a chef. You know, you could add chef to your resume. Yeah, so, yeah. well, <laughs> you know what I'm we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, moms was always cooking. You know, my family is from Louisiana. Okay, uh, and then they came up to the Bay. You know, um, I'm Afro Puerto Rican. Okay. My dad's Puerto Rican, so um, more so learning about more about me the older I get in trying to come around full circle to understand what that means in the melting pot of not only the bay and culture but you know for me every day I wake up in the morning to whatever it is that I'm painting how am I going to be able to change the world you know and being able to see you know my family my mom my dad do their thing um, it, it taught me a lot about what I want to do what I don't want to do and who I just, you know, want to be at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a good balance of both of them. 
But, you know, I think I did. I've chosen the route to do everything that they've never done that yeah. they probably have always wanted to do yeah. in my own way. Got you. I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Okay. Okay. So now we got, uh, we're in 2021. You know what I'm saying? First quarter sheesh. pretty much done. Crazy. <laughs> Man. Went through a lot, you know what I'm saying, with this past year with the pandemic, the True. race war, the Jesus. crazy election. We got killer bees and shit and just, oh just a lot of wild stuff going on in this world. But, uh, you know, so you're still here maintaining, oh, you know what I'm saying, and it's still still grinding. So what were your goals for 2021, and what are you doing to accomplish those goals? Well, some of my goals were really to understand the business behind the art and what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, a lot of artists, and I'm just speaking generally, you know, they want to solely focus on just art, yeah. you know, rather it's having a, a manager or a gallery do the the hard work mm-hmm. of, you know, putting the artwork up, the pieces and all yeah. of that, you know, unless you just grew up with a silver spoon and you, you got it like that, which a lot of us um, don't or a lot of minorities don't. Yeah. So um, I really had to figure out what was the point of what I'm trying to make, what is I'm trying to do and how am I trying to move forward and do it? Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I really had to take a break from doing art this year. Um, just so I can understand what it means to sit in a, a, a conference room, you know, and have, uh, or conduct a meeting, uh, when it comes to my brand, my art, what is it that I'm selling? What is it that I want people to know about what I provide as a service, you know, or product? And that takes a, a lot away from the creative uh, aspect of making art, you know, in and of itself. So, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, putting energy to certain things. Mm-hmm. And I feel that in order to be a well-rounded artist in 2021, I have to understand what it means to write a proposal, you know, like have meetings with clients. The business side. I think exactly. That's important for any creative, is to, especially if you want to make money and continue to grow. Is Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the business side of everything. In your own brand, you yeah. know, like are yeah. you trying to work for somebody or yeah. are you trying to, you know, set something up for yourself? Well, you can pay other people, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Be your own boss. Exactly. You know yeah. Yeah. So just trying to figure out and navigate how I want that to happen, but making sure that I know how to do it first gotcha. before I, you know, get to the point in my career where I could pay somebody to do it for me, you yeah, know, because yeah. that's a lot of energy that I'm yeah. putting into it. But this is essentially, you know, my baby, so to speak. Yeah. You know, so I want yeah. nothing for, but the best for it. But I know I have to a lot the time, yeah. you know, to put in it so that it can be successful. I love it. I love it. That sounds very professional, man. You got a, you got something special coming. So I'm saying? We, know, we, we rooting <laughs> we for do. you, man. You know, you got something special. That's dope. That's oh, yeah. Dope. So, man, I want to get into the, the art life, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Life as Aaron, you know, Batia, the painter, you know what I'm saying? The creator, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The artist. Yeah. What are your early influences? You talked about you being in the kitchen and mm-hmm. that, you know, started everything off. Yeah. What, how did you get involved into the creative arts and everything? Let's go specifically. Yeah, just creative arts and everything. All right. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, man. Let's, uh, yeah. let, you want to take it there? Yeah. Um, tsunami, five o'clock. Okay. After homework's done. And I'm waiting for Dragon Ball Z to come on at six. I'll yeah. settle for Sailor Moon and <laughs> everything else. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm an anime head. Oh, so yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I was on Tsunami. I was on Midnight Rain, yeah. you know, Adult Swim, yep, the yep. whole mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, it kind of just started branching off to drawing Dragon Ball Z characters. Okay. The, the horrible blockhead ones <laughs> with the circle muscles. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I'm already trad. done. <laughs> I'm already you done. You know, but yeah. it's all like that's where I started. And I think that's where a lot of us start. So um, from there, you know, I wanted to start doing anime and illustration and figuring out how to draw properly and what steps I needed to take to become a proper creative, you know, learning the techniques and rules Mm -hmm. before I could break them, you know? Yeah. yeah, So uh, I had mentors 
and friends that were really good at drawing. Mm-hmm. And I would oftentimes shadow them or, you know, hang out with them just so that I could see a different perspective of how to approach what it is I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, it went on to schooling and, you know, education behind the arts and art class and uh, some early influences. Honestly, starting out, it was eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> I was, It was eighth grade. I was going to school one day and the bus never came. Oh, wow. So, but damn. <laughs> and it started raining. Oh. So uh, I'm like, I'm going to go back to my mom's shop. I'm just be like, the bus never came, so I'm not going to work. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to school, you know? Yeah. She was all like, walk your happy ass across Lake Mary and take your butt to school. Yeah. So I walked, got there, soaked. I was able to uh, change my clothes into my PE clothes. And I'm in first period, just starting the day. Yeah. First period class. Yeah, yeah. This one cat. Uh, he just caused some problems and me being passionate about art at that young of an age, yeah. I took that to heart. Yeah. And um, he made the teacher like go out of class, like to go and talk to the principal. And I got into an altercation with him yeah. and he started running his mouth and I chucked a stapler at his head. He ducked it. Whoa. But... <laughs> By the time he ran and told the principal what I did, I was going right back to my mom's job. <laughs> you know, like second period, I'm already off of school. I'm yeah. like, hey, you know what? It's good. Yeah. But that's how, you know, strong I was, how passionate I was yeah. about art at that yeah. age. And it's all like, well, come on. Throw now. something, throw a staple at somebody. You know, it's yeah. all like, nah, I throw hands for my art. Yeah. You know, like that's I ain't even like. tripping off of it. But it's all like, you know, that's that's what I like. That's what, don't don't mess with something. Something yeah, that I'm sure. passionate about. Yeah, so. no doubt, no doubt. So, how would you say your style is? Because when I look at your artwork, it's very colorful. Mm-hmm. It always sends a message. Whether you're doing murals or body paintings or just canvas paintings, yeah. it's just it. It really just pops out. Like, it makes you be like, oh, for shit. sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it has it really has a message behind it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, how did you come up with your style? And you know, how do you determine that when you when you get ready to paint something? Uh, well, I'm a '90s baby. Okay. So. Every well, as far as the colors concerned, I like super bright neon colors. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's my general palette yeah. uh, of choice because my uh, my mentality behind it is: no matter what you're doing, I want you to stop whatever you're doing, yeah, and give me all your attention. Hmm. And for that to be a two dimensional piece to speak to someone and say that, whether they are walking on the phone, in traffic, yeah. or just driving by, it makes you, once you see it, you know, it makes you want to be all like, whoa, let me let me bend the block right quick. Let me see what that oh, was, because yeah. whatever it was caught my attention, but I didn't, I, I didn't get it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I wanted it to be a conversation starter. Yeah, That's oftentimes what I refer to my artwork as. Like, when you see it, you can't do nothing but see it. Yeah. You know, it's going to talk to you. Yeah. It's going to say something to you, whether yeah. you like it or it's not. It's going to grab you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely. a beautiful thing about yeah, my yeah. style, so to speak. Um, I call it Batiaism. <laughs> I had to, and for all that don't know, my last name is Batia. Yeah. So I always try to incorporate different things in relation to my name. Um, and it took forever to really appreciate my name because when really? I was younger, you hated it. I was like, don't, call me by my last name you know <laughs> yeah. my name's Aaron yeah. you feel me but now it's and now that I'm in the art community yeah everyone that knows me uh in that sense they call me Batia really you know straight that it's no Aaron it's no none of that it's yo oh, what's wow. up Batia and it, I, I own it now because yeah. I appreciate it and I know where I came from yeah. you know so um incorporating that the colors really um they take a turn because even though they're super bright yeah. and they're defined by black lines, the black lines represents us. Yeah. At the end of the day, okay. you know, black people, um, what we go through, our daily struggles, Man. you know, you can't hide those. You can't. You know, we try to mask it. Exactly. But it's going to come out. And that's what the yeah. color represents the masking, the yeah. different colors, the different emotions, the different feelings. Um, People normally will say they get really excited okay. about the colors when they see them because it makes them feel good. Yeah. In 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 theory, that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But the colors, in a sense, are, are 
chaos. They're chaotic. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of the pain that we endure on the day to day basis or I endure on a day to day basis that I may not talk about, you know, in conversation with my friends or family. But when I get in front of a blank canvas, it means a lot more to express my feelings uh, through the colors yeah. than, you know, just having a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Because I could put you in front of one of my paintings and you may be there for five to 15, maybe 30 minutes yeah. trying to figure out why you feel the way you feel. Telling a story. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. Like that. Okay. Okay. So take me back to, man, the moment where first, take me back to your, like your first most proud piece. Okay. What's the first time you had a piece like, damn, I really did that. Like, I I, I drew that. I painted that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Was it maybe early in high school or even back in middle school? Or was it later on where you really became Batia? Like, uh, it was when I was in college, okay. actually. I mean, I had a lot of good influence. Yeah. From school, art class, uh, positive, positive people in my life. Yeah. But... It didn't really hit home until I had my senior thesis in college. Okay. And it was 48 hours. I didn't sleep. I literally worked two days straight. Yeah. From morning to sundown. Yeah. Putting together my gallery show uh, oh, wow. for the, or at the Art Factory at yeah. Johnson C. Smith University. Okay. Shout out to the, shout out to the HBCU, you yeah. know, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, uh... You know, it, it was hard. Like, yeah. my teacher, Hassan Kirkland, he made it very clear that we can't, it's not good enough just being good enough. You feel I me? I like that, yeah. Like, um, and oftentimes, or I was told in business, you know, whether you're working or doing whatever, <laughs> and this may sound crazy, but if you think about it, uh, a white counterpart can give a hundred percent, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in theory, their hundred percent is essentially fifty percent compared to when we give it. Yeah. So, if our fifty percent is there a hundred percent, yeah. How much of your time are you willing to invest? in something else that don't really speak for you yeah. than to actually put it towards something that you could get behind that yeah. you support. You feel what I'm saying? Got you. Like, and that's where that black business mindset really come in. That's where that entrepreneur mindset yeah, yeah, really yeah, come yeah, into play. Yeah. You know, like at, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, what, what are you doing it for? Yeah. You know, and you got that marathon shirt on and that hat. So hey man, so running with it. Yeah. I, I got to. I got to run laps. Yeah. Nip yeah. was Nipsey was a huge, huge motivator. I've definitely yeah. been listening to him since I was in high school, way before everybody was yeah. like, "Oh, Nip, Nip, Nip." You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I caught on like right, like Crenshaw tape. No, right before the Crenshaw tape, it was the okay. uh, Marathon Continues one. Yeah. yeah. So right before, you know, what exactly. saying? right there, right there, right before exactly. he started selling it for a hundred. Yeah. You know, See, you know, I was, I would, I, would I was a late bloomer. To. I didn't really hear about him before, <laughs> like until about 2011. That's okay. When I talking, yeah. No, nah, I got yeah. on uh, bullets and got on that. Oh, yeah, vo yeah. Volume two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ran yeah. back that Hustle one back the house, yeah. like all of that. Like yeah. that's when I really started to pay attention. Um, but it. It was what he said. Like, if I took away the, the beat, the music, all of that, at yeah. the end of the day, it's something that made me want to not give up. Yeah, you know? Yep. Timeless music. I'll say that. Yeah. You know? And that was a huge motivator to be all like, if he could do it and he looked like me, yeah. there's no reason why I can't accomplish Facts. anything I want to accomplish. Facts. And whenever I get hard on myself, I got to understand it's not a sprint. It's Definitely. a marathon. Mm -hmm. Take your time. Yeah. The only thing that separates you from everybody else is if you give up. Yeah. And if you don't ever give up, you still going to make it. Yeah. It's all on your time. You feel yeah. me? Like, you know your pace before you run your race. Hey, I like that. I like that. So that art show for your senior, senior, uh, senior thesis. Yeah. Was that the moment, like, where you realized, like, I'm pretty good at this? Or did you have another moment where it was like, or maybe somebody randomly came up to you like, yo, this painting like really hit home. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've all had those yeah, moments where like yeah. you know, a random person or yo, this they maybe cried at your music or yeah, you know, or randomly hits you up like, yo, this is dope. Like you know what I'm saying? No, nah, absolutely. Uh, it was the senior thesis after I presented. I had this young lady come up to me and ask me how much for uh, this one specific piece that I did. Really, and. 
at that time, I, I think I was like 20, 22. Yeah. And I, I had no idea. Like, honestly, the fact that she just was like, I'll buy it. How much? Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's big like, yeah, like yeah. You, you see value in something yeah. that I created. Yeah. No matter what it took to get me to that point. Yeah. You see something of value. Yeah. You know, that really triggered me to uh, start thinking differently. You, Did you know? sell it to her or no? No, nah, I didn't sell it to okay, her, okay. you know. Yeah. Um, that was probably one of the most proudest pieces that I think I ever made. Okay. Um, and it, it just, I couldn't give it away. No, I, I feel but it. But I did make other copies yeah. or, uh, of it. Yeah. So if it does come back around or if I do put it in another gallery, yeah. I'm going to redo it and okay. then re- represent it gotcha. to the world. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, that moment really changed my life. And then, I mean, to be honest with you, once I finished college, uh, fall, for, uh, fall 2014, I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina for a year and I was doing a lot of odd jobs. You feel really? me? Yeah. Like, bro, I went to school for, I got my bachelor's of arts in graphic design yeah. and I'm in a business, not business, a banking city. You oh, feel wow. me? Yeah. So their art game, it wasn't a hundred percent established for example like california is yeah, yeah, yeah. their art world wasn't as appreciated as california appreciates it at gotcha. the time and it was no shade or disrespect it's just what it was yeah. when i was living out there yeah. you know and it's still thriving yeah. you know i know a lot of the artists that are out there doing it still okay and um now it's just at a point where, to be honest, I I had no idea I was gonna be body painting when yeah. I graduated college. Yeah, I had no idea, you yeah. know. And I was doing live. First of all, I didn't know how to paint when I was in college. Really? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I was doing uh, markers. Okay. I was doing markers and uh, ink pens, like wow. archival ink pens yeah. for the crisp lines. Yeah. yeah. So I I didn't even know how to paint to be yeah. 100 with you. I just learned about color theory and things like that. Wow. So when I finished college, I met this dope tattoo artist and she told me if I was going to do tattoos, which I, I had an interest in at the time yeah. that I had to go and learn from a certain artist how to paint first. So I can understand what I'm doing before I change applications and mediums. Mm. So my teacher, Imani Belichu, was a freedom fighter out of South Africa, Johannesburg. And she came to America and was living out here well, in North Carolina. So she taught me how to paint in oil first. And then from there, I transitioned into acrylic and I started doing speed painting at Poetry, uh, open mic nights. I'm talking about hookah lounges, tattoo parlors, dive bars, like wherever I could put my stuff at, I was putting it, you know, like I was really going to businesses. And since I was in my college hometown, I was able to figure out where the alumni businesses were, the black owned businesses from our local alumni and reach out to them, see if I could do shows, if I could, you know, put on, do whatever I needed to do to really take my artwork to the next level. Yeah. And God willing, it was like, hey, yo, as long as you bring business, mm-hmm. you could do whatever you want, you I know? Yeah. So I was all about a network. I was all about making sure that I talked to people who at least saw something in me that would support me. Yeah. And that that took my art to a different level as well you know i was able to do a lot i was on a lot of different platforms and a lot of people were seeing my work i was also doing you know photography and i was doing music videos and but i wanted to do a media company at the time you know so i was trying to do a little bit of everything and really put put it out there yeah but um once I did that, it doors just started opening. Yeah. You know, as soon as I started doing body painting and people started seeing it, mm-hmm. um, it really started changing my life because I was doing photography and I saw this body painter, Denier Davis, out of North Carolina, mm-hmm. one of my mentors. She just so happened to be doing a body painting. And I hit her up and was like, hey, can I come and do photography for you? Yeah. So went, saw it, and I was just shocked. 
shocked i've never seen it a day in my life so 2015 summertime and i see this you know this black woman painting another black woman and it's paint on her body i'm all like what is this who's doing this you know it was foreign to me yeah that's it's a new thing isn't it body painting no apparently it's not (laughs) i saw so i saw you a few years ago when you did body painting at the college strike event yeah that might have been one of the first few times I've ever seen body paint okay. live, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm yeah, just like, yeah. whoa, this is, and I'm now I start to see the real, you know, a regular thing Absolutely. at our shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, nah, I mean, I bet if I go back to the early influences, uh, Keith Haring, you okay. feel me? He was body painting Grace Jones, oh, wow. you know, yeah. and Grace Jones was doing live concerts in his body paint. Oh, you wow. know what I'm saying? Like, she's putting on for the culture. Yeah. You yeah, feel yeah. me? And that was a huge inspiration to me okay. because it's like, okay, I know it's been done, but the way that I'm doing it is being done in such a way that it still keeps people's attention, you know? Yeah. Back to those conversation starters. Yeah. It makes people want to know. Yeah. So once I got a hold of it, and started, dude, I started doing body painting out of my townhouse when I used to live out in North Carolina. Really? I just got off of work one day, the day after the show. Yeah. And I hit up one of my homies, Kendrick, who had, uh, it's called Splash Magazine out okay. of North Carolina. Okay. And I hit him up one day. I was all like, hey, I want to do a body paint party. He was all like, let's do it at the house. I'll find the models. It's yeah. good. We had several models come through. A couple of my college homies came through. Yeah. I had the hookah. I was still cooking at the time. Okay. So I made food, had the hookah, had a party. I had a whole vibe. But I also made sure that I allotted the time I needed to learn and teach myself how to body paint. Yeah. You know? Um, and then from there, I got asked to do uh, clothing design, fashion shows, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and just have a body part, a body painting segment in it. And from there, it just started to progress and okay. all the way to 2016, where I got my first paid body painting gig straight off Instagram. Oh, wow. And from there, I've gotten a lot of the business that I have now and that I've built from Instagram. Yeah, Instagram you know? is definitely a business card. Oh, business absolutely. Tool. You have to have one. Absolutely. You, have to have you know, one. for yeah, models, um, brands, yeah. sponsors, whatever, yeah, you know, you like it was huge. And then once I moved back out here. I uh, started doing trap art, you know, shout out to trap art for real, for real, because they provided that opportunity for me to shine. You know what I'm saying? They they was able to help me help myself when I was just trying to put my training wheels back on and start all over, you know? So they really helped me out and put me on to the point where I was able to create my own audience. I was able to create my own clientele because of not only the quality and caliber of my work, but for the people that wanted to assist and help me out along my journey, you know, and that's real huge. So from there, I started doing my own stuff. I started working with uh, Bobby Art, Okay. You know, and shout out to Bobby. He really helped me out. And that's when he had uh Blue Fame, Blue Flame over in West Oakland mm. and was doing shows and yeah, art yeah. events and really, you know, turning it up. So and that's when I met Sneakerhead mm-hmm. and started mingling with her and we started connecting. Yeah. And that's because of her, I was able to become a Jaegermeister sponsored artist and start doing body painting for Jaegermeister. Oh, shit. You know? So it, it was definitely a lot of blessings along the way. And it's yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm not name dropping, but it's like these are just accomplishments yeah, that, you know, over As time started yeah. to build. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that is what fills my fire because it keeps me going, you yeah. know? And I feel like the biggest thing is to always keep people um, or my supporters or fans on their toes, you know, you're never going to know what I'm doing. And once you do find out, it's either going to be too late or it's right on time. Yeah. You feel me? I like it. So I love it. I love it. That's dope. That's real dope, man. I know you're doing bigger things, you know, know a lot more things coming through and you know what I'm saying? You just uh, always catching people's attention, you know, absolutely always working, always working. Okay. Well, so man, I want to talk about the, Bay Area creative scene. You know, we sure. talked about a little bit of trap art and everything yeah. and how they're providing a platform. You're also providing your own platform yeah. as well and everything. And we got a lot of creatives from different realms 
And I feel like we influence a lot of other people. And sometimes we don't get the credit we, we deserve. Yeah. You feel me? Like, but people know, like, the Bay, we start a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But then within the Bay Area scene, it's, it's, you, you probably seen it. It's, it's some divide. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. You know, some, some politics. So, how do you feel like we can improve the Bay Area art scene? Well, uh, I'll say first and foremost, we are actually working on that at the moment. When okay. I say we, I mean the Bay Area Mural Program. Shout out to Naughty Rebel. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dre. Because the Bay Area Mural Program, also known as BAMP, yeah. is the first that I've seen. Yeah. Black-owned, black-operated, black art team yeah. ever. Really? That's working together, like that has a whole team of black artists that's making a difference mm-hmm. in the community, that's doing murals, that's taking the necessary steps to paint murals of us. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like if it, and this, I don't think it sounds crazy, but if it wasn't for this pandemic, the art scene wouldn't have blown up how it's blowing up at this very moment. Really? From last year to now. Okay. I mean, shoot, we could go right down on Broadway. Yeah. You feel me? It's nothing but murals popping up. Yeah, you know, we got a lot nothing. of dope murals here yeah. in the town. And it's a lot of talented the, artists. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like it, it it's perfect timing and i call it the rise of the artist because it's like if you if you got any good sense and you want to put your work out now's the best time to do it because there's nothing but space time and opportunity for these murals these plywoods you know and i i I would have been doing murals a year in june i started last year in june with my mentor rachel wolf shout out to the wolf pack uh, because I helped her or assisted her with the mural on 17th and Telegraph yeah, on yeah. Youth Uprising. Yeah. Was it Youth Uprising or Youth Radio? Youth Radio. Youth Radio. Youth Radio. Youth Uprising in the East. Yes, in the East. Yeah. Shout out to all the surfings, yeah, all the yeah, dancing yeah. homies already. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I started working with her and learning how to do murals, yeah. you know, and what that looked like. So almost a year now I have under my belt doing murals and it's like I went from body painting to painting murals you know so it was an upgrade a huge upgrade so it is that rise of the artist because it's like we're taking those steps and as we're progressing we're doing things that we haven't done not out of comfortability but being able to know that our potential needs to take a step forward and we need to do a lot more for our community because as artists we tend to be scribes and the voice of the community visually through our work and there's nothing better than to be able to have representation powerful representations of black men and black women all over the city yeah that does something you know it does something for the children it does something for us you know as a whole but it really makes us understand that we are a lot greater than we think and we underappreciate ourselves yeah. because it, it's an oversaturated time community yeah. you know everything that's going on yeah. we just now get injustice for George Floyd you know yeah. that's a big move forward yeah. but it's a small step in this huge, you know, pool yeah. of what's Still going on. a lot on. of other problems. Absolutely. A lot of other problems. Yeah, yeah. and it's a lot of politics. And yeah. being an artist, you you don't get the privilege of just creating once you know what you're doing. You know? Yeah. You start moving in purpose and you start learning a lot more than you think it would take to just paint a painting. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to talk and communicate. Facts. You have to know how to you know speak business and business meetings you have to know what vocabulary to say so that people can understand one you're a professional two that you know what you're talking about yeah um but also at the end of the day you're you're a teacher you know like all the skills that we're getting is so that we can progress 
everyone as a whole. Yeah. This isn't something that we as artists do for us. We had to give that up a long time ago once we found out that we were good at this and that we could change the world once we knew what we was Facts. doing. Yeah. You know, this is something what we create is for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, once we create it and put it out there, and that's one of the hardest things to do in life. Mm-hmm. You know, people more so are feared of just getting up in front of people and talking. Yeah. But it takes a lot to put art or something that you care about, anything you care about in the view or in the <laughs> in the lion's pit, you yeah, know, and is. hope that it survives. Yeah. You know, so it's all like we got to we we have to give up a lot just to create and just being an artist i've seen you know quotes and things that's like being an artist is probably one of the loneliest jobs that you'll ever have but it could be so fruitful you know so giving that as long as you give it a hundred percent the blessings are gonna keep coming oh definitely you know like you just gotta stay dedicated and i know you spend a lot of time by yourself just dude hours man yeah like whether yeah. it's by myself in nature taking yeah. a break do you like so when you painting like because i know something we do the body painting a lot of times you're live yeah. events but when you're by yourself what is your mood do you like to be outside like do you like to have music do you like yeah. to be high like maybe drink a little wine like what's um, your mood you know what i'm saying everybody has their mood yeah i ask this a lot to the uh the musicians too, for sure in the studio um one thing that i'm seeing now more than ever is because a lot of death has been happening because there's been a lot of grieving, growing, um, deleting, you know, whether it's life, people, whatever. Uh, I'm starting to pull from that pot now. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, when people have passed, it just it does something to me. And it makes me want to create from a different type of emotion than just being happy creating for whatever I feel like, you know? Mm. So, and that just boils down to, am I creating in purpose? Am I creating to fulfill, you know, something in me? Uh, Or am I creating this because I want somebody to feel better than they may feel already, you know? Mm. So uh, I like to create, um, in my studio inside uh, but I do it in like layers you know digital artwork they always do stuff in layers photoshops yeah. layers procreate layers yeah so I oftentimes I, I do mixed mediums I do spray paint acrylic um, I mean multimedia it, it depends on what I'm trying to create and yeah, the point yeah. I'm trying to make you know okay. but I oftentimes will always start outside spray painting because for me it's easy to get my layers on. Yeah. And then I could go back in detail later once I have uh, the background done and finished. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I may smoke a joint here and there, but for the most of the time, I have to really feel um, something as far as emotionally that triggers me to want to create and i'm learning now as an artist uh compared to my younger self that i don't have to create just to create to be seen or heard i could take the time to chill wait not create and you need that rest rest your brain your body yeah, because yeah. that's that rare and tear. Yeah, the and marathon. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you have to, yeah. especially if you want to put quality stuff out, yeah. you know. Um, and it, at the end of the day, it's like, does it, does it just speak to you, you yeah. know? And that's what I really try to strive for with my work, with my art, with my brand, you know. When people see Batia, whether it's in a community, on murals or whatever, you know that's Batia. Yeah. You know, the style, yeah. the feeling, yeah. you know, you gonna feel something when you see my shit, yeah. period. I'll, yep, yep, I love it. Yeah. That's dope. That's real dope. That's dope. So, how do you feel, you talked about working with, like, bigger companies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you feel with, like, smaller time creatives who are emerging, maybe partnering up with bigger creatives and everything, or bigger companies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, doing brands and partnerships, like, are you open to that more often now or do you like to really just create with your own people and kind of build up so you can become one of those big time? You well, know? I feel like you got to have a healthy balance of both. Yeah. You know, um, I learned that 
not even through doing my work, but for the biggest or the longest time, you know, and just going back to uh, Nipsey's teachings, you know, it was all money in, you know, yeah. we're doing this all ourselves, exactly, yeah. you know, but the more you grow uh, and the more reach that you have yeah. and how far your wingspan really, you know, take, yeah. uh, you, you start to want to do more and reach bigger platforms yeah similar to how he went about victory lap yeah. you know it was a joint collaboration yeah those those words you feel me yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a studio album or nothing like that yeah. it was a joint collaboration yeah, he teamed up with atlantic records exactly. it was like let's, exactly let's, let's build a partnership exactly yeah you know because yeah. he always preached you know own your masters yeah. no matter what you do own that shit yeah, you yeah. know and that so, album took years to make absolutely yeah and i'm i'm understanding and appreciating that now as an artist going through what i'm going through for the sake of how I want to create yeah. and planning it out yeah. versus just creating, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. to make sure that I'm creating in purpose because it's those things that really set you apart. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like I was saying earlier, timeless music. Yeah. If I could put yourself on repeat and I don't even got to change it and yeah. I still feel what I feel yeah. from the first time, man. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to create. But I also, I like to listen to jazz when I'm creating. I really know? rock with jazz. The last year, I really yeah. got into jazz music. And I was like, this is dope because it's a different sound. Oh, absolutely. I was talking to somebody. I was in an Uber the other day. And he was saying jazz music is like, you know, you get so used to hip hop and R&B yeah. and certain sound. And it has that one specific sound. Absolutely. But jazz that music, cadence. you get so many different, uh, 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 and it yeah. can change your emotions like that. And I was like, yeah. yep, that's what it is. Exactly. That's what it does. Because yeah. I'll be listening to John Coltrane, yeah. Duke Ellington, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, Classics. I listen, dude, I'm, I'm being listening to French jazz. Really? I'm telling you. You got to put me on, man. I'm, I got yeah, you. Yeah, put me on I that. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's... Between that, you know, I mean, I'll be listening to Dominican music, merengue, okay, yeah. you know, like I like to, I'm, I like to be universal with it. my music yeah, yeah. Um, because I feel a little bit of everything. I don't yeah. need to just listen to one specific genre Facts. and create from that because I like to be in different moods, yeah. you know, and I know how to tap into those moods if I'm in those certain mm -hmm. situations or learning certain music or if I'm outside of nature, you feel Facts. me? Facts. So it, it it all depends, but I got options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. That's what's up, man. So I know there's a lot of creatives out here, man. Put me on some, you know what I'm saying, besides yourself. Who should I be on the lookout for? You know what I'm saying? Rachel Wolf. Okay, shout out Rachel, Rachel Wolf. Rachel Wolf Goldsmith. She's oh. fire. I okay. love her. I support her. Yep. She's definitely helped me out a lot. Yeah. Kaylani Ware. Okay. That's Kalani the homie. Okay. I love his work. He's been doing a lot. Okay. You know, um, Shido. Shido. Art by Shido. Okay. Fire. Yeah. That's that's my bruh. That's my little bruh. Yeah. Um, DJ Ignacia. Okay. She's lit. And this is all my team of artists that I work with, you know. Yeah. Who else is it? Oh, Naughty. Gotta give it up for Naughty. Naughty Rebel. Naughty Rebel. He's fire. Okay. He keep us on a, on a straight and narrow. Uh, Abba Yuda. He's huge, okay. international artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A great mentor. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, of course, Timothy B. Okay. That's the homie. And, I mean, that, I mean that's pretty much it off the top. Yeah, oh, oh, right. no. Gerald. Gerald is dope. Gerald Art. The most recent picture on Gerald? my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the self-portrait that he did of me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was, okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. Okay. Like, he's on an up-and-coming, okay. you know. Was that something you just wanted, to self portraits yourself? I ain't or? even gonna lie to you, bro. I was at work, and I had other people hitting me up, like, really? hey, did you see this piece of you? And I'm all like, what you talking about? Really? And I go on my Instagram, and I look. I'm all like, nah, no way. Like, he really made a, a self-portrait of me. Yeah. You know, and I, as much as I joke around and call my friends famous and like be like nah y'all famous and they be like bruh you're the famous one you got people painting you you yeah. know what I'm saying and I'm just like I just see greatness around me you know I, I like to influence everyone that influences me and supports me you know like mm. I try to one thing that I'm known for is my energy. Yeah. You know? I've known you for a while. Yeah. You, yeah. you have a lot of energy. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You I, do. I got a lot of energy yeah. and I like to hype up everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, 
as much stuff as I that I do in the community, it's cool, but it don't mean nothing if I can't inspire no one else to be great. I'll be the you same way. Me? I like giving people they flowers yeah. and, you know what I'm saying, rather than get mine, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, that, like, I, that's how I am too. And I I'm wanting to appreciate the yeah. stuff that I did. Honestly, I uh <laughs> I actually looked myself up to see all the accomplishments that I've actually done. Yeah. And I was shocked. I've done a lot more than I thought I did, you know, in this short amount of time in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I got so much more to give that now knowing where I've been, where I've come from, Mm -hmm. I could only be a lot greater than what I am right now. And all it takes is time and dedication and Mm -hmm. just following through and staying consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's dope. So what do you see yourself in the next three to five years, man? What's what's the next for Aaron Batia? I know you're working on a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Give us, give me, give us a little glimpse. Of, you know, don't tell us all your plans. You yeah, you're still working on things. But what can we expect from you? Next three to five years, what you can expect from Batia Art and Aaron Batia as a brand and business is one more gallery shows. Yep. I am going to be dropping some merch this summer. Okay, let some me know more Batia merch. So uh, I'm trying to come with some different flavors. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really trying to, well, what I'm definitely going to do is get out of debt because these student loans, you oh, know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, <laughs> that's the, yeah, like yeah, going get that out the way. Yeah. But I do want to start looking at investing in property. I want to own the Batia Gallery. Yeah. And I want to have a headquarters for the Batia Gallery it's gonna happen. out here. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then from out here, um, well, I want to create the blueprint for it. Yeah. That's, Three to five years, I'm planning that blueprint for how I'm going to, you know, achieve that and create that and manifest the actual gallery front, you know what I'm saying, the Mm -hmm. property for it. But once I do that and get it up and running, you know, I want to be able to have them in a couple of different cities and take it international and have more galleries on an international uh, plane just so that, you know, I can really take it there. I'm all about creating and sustaining generational wealth Facts. i feel that you know my family has worked too hard my mom has worked too hard um for us not to have what we should have right now mm-hmm. and it's not to say that i'm you know i'm not appreciative of what we have yeah. but i know that where i see us my family my friends my loved ones we should be able to have our own companies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like for Employ whenever my other, seeds you know come. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going whenever my time is, I'm not leaving you with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm leaving a legacy, you know. It's gonna be art. I'm definitely gonna be in history books, art textbooks, whatever. Yeah. You know. But the biggest thing is that the the family We'll have something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We going to own all of our shit, you Facts. feel me? Yeah. And that's really what it is. So okay. you was talking earlier about <laughs> about me cooking. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I am a chef. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he going to pass some recipes down, too. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> he going to pass some recipes down, too, for so, sure, for so. Sure. All right, man. Well, now we get to the best part of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? The reason why we call it can't be trusted. Ooh. A lot of you cats can't be trusted, but we got my boy Aaron Batia in the building to put e. you on game. Don't feel offended. I'm trying to get better. He's trying to get better. Yanti's trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? It's all about self-care, self-love, you know what I'm saying? Already. Positivity. So the first CBT I got is artist tactics that can't be trusted within the painter painting community. You know what I'm saying? What are some things, mistakes you might have made yeah. early on or seeing other people make? It was like, uh, don't do that. <laughs> this can't be trusted. Um, when you're painting a mural and you have a lot of paint, put a tarp down a because tarp. if you spell if you spill it on the, the parking lot or yeah. whatever, yeah. you may get fined. You know, has it happened to you? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> I learned from others though. Oh, okay, okay, for sure. <laughs> like, I was always I, th- my mom always taught me this one quote: "A wise man can pretend to be a fool, but a fool can never pretend to be wise." By Zig Ziglar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I did a lot of just watching. I yeah. do a lot of watching. That's you know, smart. I like to people watch majority okay. of the time. Yeah, it's, so, yeah, that's good. That's real. That's one of the tactics I can't be trusted. Don't think that you just gonna set up shop and paint, and you ain't got nothing to Prepare catch for up. A disaster. Paint. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Pre- uh, 
prepare yourself so that when it happened, you don't got to worry about it. Yeah. You know, like gotcha. have a checklist. That's smart. You know? That's smart. Okay. Okay. The next one I got is business tactics. So from the money side, yeah. I know you're going to deal with more money soon and, you know, saying people Absolutely. may be trying to buy your stuff and, yeah. and sell your stuff. So what are some money business tactics that business can be trusted tactics. in the art world community? Um, is okay to do word of mouth deals, but always remember at the end of the day, they can't be trusted. Mm -hmm. Just because as a professional, you should always have a contract or something yeah. together, you know, and I'm still learning that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, um, people are quick to want to buy stuff, and that's where that merch comes in, yeah. you know, but when it comes to paintings or whatever, uh, it's good to just have those things together or at least consider it, you yeah. know, what does it look like to have a art contract or yeah. what does it look like when you have a certificate to go along with the art that you recently purchased, yeah. you know, it makes it more authentic. And these are just things that I'm learning as well as a professional artist to consider because when you do present that work or when people do buy your work, you want them to be able to leave with a finished product. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to give them a half-assed piece. Yeah. And they got to figure out the other half, you know, like yeah. it should always be a one-stop shop. Yeah, and yeah. that's a trial and error, but it's yeah. a everyday process, yeah. you know. Contracts are important. Absolutely. Definitely have a contract. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean even in the the body paint game, you know, like yeah. that's a real fine line type of um, <laughs> job, mm -hmm. if you will. Yeah. You know, um, but I always make sure that I overcompensate with my communication when it comes to things like that. Yeah. Uh, and this is before I even started doing that. Yeah. Just because it's all like at the end of the day, these women trust me. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like and there has to be a clear communication and they have to be comfortable. Definitely. You know, That's because true. if they're not, I can't work. They can't work. It, it, we're wasting yeah, time. Definitely. So definitely. making sure that they have what they need in order to be great, as well as what I need to do my job, you know, um, and that's again that's over time but yeah. contracts are a huge thing some to consider that and proposals yeah proposals are huge if you want to start doing that or getting into it i mean hey if you really want to set yourself up for yeah. success get into grant writing that, yeah you I was feel gonna, me yeah that's a big one yeah, yeah i did i started i did uh my first grant last year okay and that was cool yeah. you know um i was blessed to receive it oh, that's what's and up. get it that's what's up. so i made sure that it definitely went to all art supplies yeah, yeah. um and whatever projects i do have mm -hmm. i do tag um the the grant or the business that did mm -hmm. give me that art grant that's what's up. just so it's all like what you gave me is going to or something yeah, you definitely. feel me so making sure you keep a log of everything that yeah, you have and do yeah. yeah you it's know come back when the tax write-offs exactly yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. and that's another oh you talking about can't be trusted learn yeah. how to do how to operate B your business, business yeah. and understand what it means taxing your stuff yeah. for whenever tax season comes mm -hmm. you know and that's all a part of the game and yeah. you don't gotta stress or worry about it but it is something to consider Facts. you know the more you learn the more you grow and the bigger you become okay got yeah. you got you yeah so we didn't talk about this before but you were a dancer back in the day oh you know my god <laughs> who told you this uh, i remember <laughs> i remember man i remember you know what I'm oh, man. i remember I yeah remember, you know yeah what I'm so the dancing is an interesting topic because it's very creative. Yeah. But then you get into the world and you know think aspect of people copying each <laughs> other and stuff like that. And um, so, what are some dance tactics that can't be trusted? Because now you got all these TikTok dances and stuff, yeah. and then you got people saying, "Oh, you copied this." And this, this, this. so, what did you learn from the dance community? You know, what I'm saying that you give to a lot of upcoming dancers that can't be trusted. Well. I'll tell you like this, majority of dancers can't be trusted. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> nah, uh, I mean, I say that to say that there's nothing new under the sun. You feel me? Like, everything's already been done. So how do you make it original? How do you make it you? You feel me? Um, I spent a lot of my, my early years watching YouTube videos, studying retro. Um, yeah. I was studying retro, E-Ninja. Turfines on. Oh that. yeah, turfines. Yeah, you know, chunky. Yeah. Shout out to chunky. Yeah, That's yeah. the bread. Like fire. You yeah, know, like yeah. where they come to the tuts. If I want to learn stuff in particular, 
I'm going to Chunky for tests because I know he got them for days. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I want to really flex and just show out, I'm going to go look at Retro because yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. I can really make some show stoppers with that. Yeah. Um, Crow, that's my that's my guy. Yeah, He's fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've worked with him. Uh and I mean, to this day, I think he's still one of my favorite dancers just because like he he's similar to me. He'll one up you. You think you did. You think you may have known what yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah. He'll come with some completely really? new and make you be all like, oh, in, shit. In all. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I like to go to the originals. You know, if I'm going to study some stuff, but I always blend it with everybody's stuff. Okay. You know, and then I'll see how I could put my spin on it once I know those moves and I study those moves enough. Yeah. You know, but TikTok dances, I mean, (laughs) I'm not going to call that dancing. That's just a trend. You know what I'm saying? I'm more so I'm more so 06 hyphy with it. We battling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm battling. Like when I went to college, I was going to other people's college, like, yo, who the best dancer? Bring him. Like, I'm trying to, oh, really? I want to battle. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went all over Ohio when I was at Wilberforce University. Yeah. And I went just to the other colleges to battle people. Yeah. And once I'd shoot them, I'd be like, all right, I'm good. I'm bored. Like, yeah. I don't even need to dance at this point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I know where I'm at. But that was because of where I came from. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, studying yeah. and watching all of them do their stuff. Yeah. Knowing what they could do. Like, when I was uh, younger, I was able to get into a dance group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because and I, the first time, I got chewed. Oh, I got chewed. Really? Yeah. Horribly. But I came back. And the same dude that chewed me, I made sure that I chewed him. And because I did, they let me in a group. Yeah. You know? Okay. And it got to the point where I was able to start my own group. But, it, you know, it, that live and learn thing. Yeah, you know yeah I got you. I got uh, you. Okay. But the best thing is, it's nothing wrong with watching other people do stuff. But yeah. don't think that you could pass to be a retro or a chunky or Facts. a E-Ninja. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, somebody's always watching. Exactly. Yeah. And people know, people know. You know what I'm like, saying? People know. I've seen that before. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all like keep okay. it simple, you know what I'm saying? But make sure you put your own spin Speaking, into it you. because at the end of the day, that's what makes your stuff yours. Yeah. You know? Got you. Got yeah. you. For sure. For sure. So the last one is Chef Tactics. You oh, know what I'm saying? So we talked about cooking it up in the kitchen. You being in the kitchen Usabe. as a youngin', you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are some uh chef tactics for those up and coming chefs trying to, you know, do they thing in the kitchen? Yeah. What are some mistakes you learned and not because now you're you're a head chef at yeah. your company? Oh, I'm not a head chef. You're not the head don't, chef don't, don't give me that. Oh, don't okay, give that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm that. Maybe one day, you know what I'm saying? You come out with Batia's catering company or something. Oh, no, that's in the works too. Oh, okay, that's in the okay, works too. Okay, okay. Um, I'm a line cook. Okay, for sure. Yeah, but I've been cooking for several years. Okay. Uh, some, chef, some chef tactics that can't be trusted. Yeah. Don't come into a kitchen. And think that you're going to cut with your fingers out and not your fingers tucked in uh, your knuckle on a knife. Because that's how you should be cutting, prepping, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, definitely. That way you don't cut yourself. Don't want to lose a finger. Exactly. Always have a timer because you don't want to burn nothing. You yes. feel me? Yeah. Like, these are essential things. Um, make sure that if you got protein out, you either got a, a either a label or a timer on it because you don't want it to get out of temp and serve no bad food. You feel me? Because that's either going to be a lawsuit or someone's going to get food poisoning type Facts. shit. You know. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. those things and are you original with what you making and cooking? You feel Facts. me? Not to say you can't go on Google and find a recipe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, it's different. It's a difference between me learning how to make Jamaican braised oxtails from my head chef who's Jamaican and you just going and finding a recipe and thinking you going to do the exact oh, same too. thing. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Like it may come out similar. It may not, but it's certain things that you just can't take away from a certain culture yeah. who has a huge influence on certain dishes. Yeah. Another example is arroz con pollo. Again, I'm Afro Puerto Rican. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I've looked at different recipes on how to make it, yeah. you know, but I also do my research on Puerto Rican restaurants in the Bay mm-hmm. or, you know, wherever. So I could see how and what they're doing and how they're making it yeah. because those are key things that are essential to making the quality 
um, food and making sure that it has that rich culture, you know what I'm saying, in it. Yeah. And that's what separates it. Yeah. It's just like if I go to Barcelona and I try paella, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to be different if I'm just on a cruise ship eating it versus if I'm actually eating it in Spain. Yeah. The yeah. taste, you know, the the love, the seasonings, gotcha. you know, it's those things that separate, you know, people that know and people that don't know and you're going to be able to taste that in the food yeah you know and that's the that's the biggest difference mm-hmm. is you know the quality of food that you're putting out and you know it's going to speak for itself so Facts. Facts. Okay. those are just key things essential things to consider and to look out for uh because i mean i put it to you like this man <laughs> i enjoy cooking so much that that if a chick hit me up and be all like is it good yeah, you should. Uh, uh, but you me be like, hey, I want to cook for you. I'm be like, eh, I'll be in the kitchen. We could cook together. Okay. But nah. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know what I'm saying? How I try to poison me. Up. Exactly. Me exactly. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's all like, you know, I was born and raised a certain way. Yeah. But it's all like, I, I whenever I get my property or get my house, I'm in the kitchen. I'm running the kitchen yeah, because I fact. cook. You know, I don't yeah. mind you cooking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But just know, I. This is what I do. It's my my main job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just look out for certain things like that and I enjoy it so much that it doesn't feel like work. Got you. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay, for sure. Well man, Aaron, thank you for coming through, man. man thank you really for having me. It, man. Dropped a lot of jewels and when oh, people hear this, you know, they're gonna uh, enjoy it. I know it's gonna be a good episode. And oh yeah. Hope you get some more customers from this for and sure. supporters and everything. For sure. I'm rooting for you, man. You know, keep me updated. I'm definitely gonna buy some pieces and some I appreciate merch. You. All good, all good. Good. For sure. Let everybody know how they can reach you, man. Drop all your social media handles and all websites and all the good stuff. Bet. So you could follow me on Instagram at I A M K I N G B E I T I A. That's I am King Batia. I just wanted to make sure y'all know and yeah, understand yeah, yeah. because I'll put it in the description. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah, know. I got you. But yeah. um, <laughs> or you could check out my or that was my website. <laughs> Getting too ahead of myself here. I'm juiced. Um, <laughs> or you could go ahead and check me out via Instagram. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? I am King Batia. My website is I am Batia. Okay. Very subtle difference. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, you know what I'm saying? If you see me in the street, holla. Hey. You know, you want some artwork? I got you. Oh, I just, well, this year we did the newest mural this year over at seventh west okay go ahead check it out and if you don't know now you know yeah. we do be having our fairs with the bay area mural program so we're normally over at seventh and west selling art or doing art auctions so be on the lookout for that uh we'll also be doing a lot more promo i will be dropping merchandise this summer okay. you know it's gonna be a hot boy summer because hey. i got the hot girl summer hey, yeah. so we're we gonna make sure out. we do it yeah, up you feel me um but other than that yeah tap in you know um that's pretty much it yeah, support go you check out me? his mural yeah. where the murals at so yeah. i got mural well we got murals up and down broadway from 22nd and Broadway, both sides of the street. Mm-hmm. We also have, I have a piece on 17th and Broadway. You got 17th and Telegraph. You have 7th West. And we have, oh, we got the Black Panther Party mural mm-hmm. that happened in West Oakland. I don't think I've seen that one yet. It's good. It's on Rachel Wolf's IG, The okay. Wolf Pack. You, you painted that one? No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. But that's that's one of our pieces as that's well. That's one of yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely got to check that oh, one yeah, out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We're working on doing mural tours. We're also working on doing roller skating mural tours. So all of this stuff is, you know, in the works. But, you know, we're trying to make it fun and hopefully y'all get to work out and skate as well as check out some dope ass art. Yeah. Love it. For sure. For sure. So this podcast will be available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher at Can't Be Trusted Podcast. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, tell your auntie. We going up. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Can't Be Trusted Podcast, Twitter, CBT Podcast. Any other inquiries, CBT Podcast at gmail.com. 
Aaron, thank you again. Thank you. Any uh, last minute words of advice or bars you want to spit to the people? <laughs> Matter of fact, just because you said bars, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, oh, one thing you didn't know. I was in a poetry organization in college. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. It's called the Black Ink Monks. Right. And Let's hear some. I mean, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This one is called Vacays and Getaways. Okay. <laughs> okay. This was a recent piece. All I was right. feeling some type of way. Let's do it. Vacays and Getaways. Sitting in the car eating JJ's. <laughs> Laughing out of control because, hey, life pays. Why not have fun and have it your way? I can't keep my composure, but I'd rather wait till Friday. Next week, we back at it. Pandemic, yeet. Your days are numbered, so have a pleasant slumber. Oops, see, what I meant to say was a slumper. Oh, my bad. I mean a summer. Your body, eh, you better get your body right, and girl, keep that kitty tight, because just like Kendrick, we gonna be all right. But get the strap like a dyke. No rapper, but I'm always at the open mics. Downtown Oakland, Batia, it's a brand name. No, it's the brand name, and that's word to the membrane if you insane. Because the world just became my number one fan. We doing laps like propellers, vacays and getaways, get paid and get laid. Because, man, this lifestyle pays. We making money every day. Bread, cheese, mozzarella, gouda. No dough, bitch, please. I needs my guacamole, my cheddar cheese, pepperoni and Ritz crackers, please. Oh, by the way, did I tell you that I love double D's? <laughs> snap, got a snap. <laughs> now we got a snap. <laughs> You heard it now. You heard it there, folks. CBT, we, we out.